Hello, sunshine. Welcome to the JoyCast, exploring the four agreements. The JoyCast is a weekly life coaching podcast exploring the possibilities and obstacles of a more joy-filled life. I am your host, certified professional life coach and public speaker, Gia Guidry. Hey, welcome back. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements. It's a short little book. I read it way back in the late 90s. It came out in 1997. And I remember hearing Ellen DeGeneres say that this book changed her life. Ellen loved the book so much, she recommended it to Oprah on air in one of their interviews. And once Oprah gave it her seal of approval, the book became an overnight sensation. And today it sold over 20 million copies worldwide. It's a really quick read and it's written by Don Miguel Ruiz. The really cool thing about this book and the reason that I think everyone should give it a read is that it's great wisdom, universal wisdom, kind of like the golden rule. It's boiled down into a really simple message, but it's the kind of guidance that we're all seeking He explains that we are born into our families, our cultures, our religions, and we are given the beliefs of our tribe. We don't have the opportunity to choose our beliefs, but we agreed with the information that was passed to us, and this became our belief system. Children believe anything adults say. We can see this the world over. Think about children that are taught to worship cows, and in other parts of the world, children are taught to eat them. Think about how some children are taught that America is the greatest country in the world, and some children are taught from the youngest to absolutely hate America. See what I mean? So, the author describes our beliefs as our agreements. And this is not just about religious beliefs. This is the entire structure of our lives. What we believe about family, education, neighborhoods, cars, food, animals, literally everything. Our agreements create judgment. We will see the world through the lens of our personal beliefs or our agreements. He says there's something in our minds that judges everybody and everything, including the weather, the dog, the cat, everything. This is how the inner judge is created. And we, when we do anything against our agreements, the inner judge says we are guilty and we need to be punished. This happens many times a day, day after day, for all the years of our lives. And this begins when we are very young, from the time we have language, I love reading this wisdom text and adding it as evidence that I've learned from life coaching. Our brains are thinking machines, but the main function of the brain is to scan the environment for danger. The brain is wired to keep us safe, and what that translates to is the brain is wired for negativity, right? It's scanning the horizon for danger at all times. 
Now in modern times, we aren't in mortal danger all day, every day, like our caveman ancestors, right? But we are still very afraid of being separated from our pack. We all know what happens when an animal is separated from the herd. They get eaten. So this is a very primal instinct in us. We want to fit in. We want to feel accepted. We long for the safety and the security of our family, our friendships, and our connections, right? And in order to fit in, it's really important that we believe the same as the people around us. So think about this. Your brain thinks between 60 and 90,000 thoughts a day. And most of those thoughts are negative. Don Miguel Ruiz says that 95% of the beliefs we have stored in our minds are false. He explains that we are living in a global dream that we have agreed to until now. In the dream of the planet, it is normal for humans to suffer, to live in fear, and to create emotional dramas. The outside dream is a dream of violence, fear, war, and injustice. The personal dreams of humans is mostly a nightmare. Anger, revenge, addiction, violence, fear, that's what's controlling the dream. One of the beliefs or agreements that I've held is that I'm a bad person if I have bad thoughts. If I have angry thoughts, vengeful thoughts, resentful thoughts, hateful thoughts, I feel guilty and bad. But what I've learned through coaching is that this is the normal function of my brain to judge and to be negative. It's actually like really hard work to be a positive person. You have to overcome the belief system that you've been agreeing to your whole life. You may have even believed that judgment is a sin. And now we're learning that judgment is a function of the brain that was originally in place just to keep you safe. In fact, that function is very important. You are judging situations all the time to determine whether or not they're safe for you, right? This is actually a good thing. You're not a bad person. There's nothing wrong with your brain. That's just how it's wired. But as a person who loves personal growth, I always want to push myself to get better and drop old patterns that aren't serving me anymore. I want to let go of negativity and toxicity because it doesn't feel good. I see myself judging people and situations simply because it's something I'm not familiar with or it's a little weird to me. Here's a good example. Who watches Queer Eye? Have you seen Jonathan Van Ness? He's the hairstylist. The first time my eyes saw him wearing a dress while also rocking a full beard, my brain was like, what's happening? What's going on? I've seen men dressed as women on TV all the time, right? But they always also have hair and makeup to look like a woman. But not Jonathan. He's just breaking down barriers, not shaving anything, and wearing women's clothing. 
So look at all the agreements that I had on this particular topic. The biggest one is men can dress like women if they really try to pull it off by shaving everything and wearing wigs and makeup, etc. Right? But now I know that's just what brains like to do. They like to judge or dislike something that's new, call it weird, say, what the heck? But in no time, my brain switched over to loving seeing what Jonathan is going to wear next and loving that he can show up exactly as he wants to on television, completely authentic, rocking what has traditionally been known as female fashion. Look, think about this. Women wear suits all the time and no one cares. Men in Ireland and Scotland have been wearing kilts for centuries. Why do we think that fabric cut and sewn in certain ways is for this gender only? Because of our agreements. And that's it. I mean, literally, it's just fabric, right? It's just fabric. That's it. That's why this book invites us to have a good look at our agreements and notice what is really true and what's not. Judgment is designed to protect us. It's a normal function of the human brain. And judgment is a storyteller that sometimes doesn't know the truth. So it's certainly something to observe and maybe even something we want to learn to manage with our higher level thinking mind. Just think of it as, that's what my brain likes to do. When you catch yourself judging a situation or a person, say, yep, that's just what my brain likes to do. No self-judgment, no drama, just the simple fact that this is how you're wired and You can rewire your brain to focus more on what you decide you intentionally want to see when you look at the world. I remember back in high school, y'all know that I went to a small Catholic high school in Lafayette, Louisiana. We were coming up to the Lenten season, six weeks before Easter. Everyone was talking about what they were going to give up for Lent. Catholics often give up something during Lent, and it's usually food-related. So when I was little, I would always give up candy. This was my greatest sacrifice. As I got older, I started to give up all sweets. And man, that was hard. A lot of people would give up sodas or salty snacks or all snacks. And none of us ever ate meat on Fridays during Lent. That was the rule. So one year, maybe in 10th grade, I remember my friend Jill said she was giving up gossiping for Lent. Whoa. Hold the phone. I hadn't ever thought about giving up something that I was doing as a habit, right? I had never thought about giving up something that wasn't food. So I kind of wanted to join her But I honestly didn't think I could do it. I was so amazed by her idea. And I knew that if I could do it, it would make me a better person and help me break this bad habit that I'd often been kind of disgusted with myself about. So we kept talking about it in class and finally I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. 
I would give up talking about people for six weeks and bonus, I could keep eating sweets. So yeah, for 40 days, I did my very best to not talk about people in a negative way. I could say nice things, but I couldn't gossip. And you know what? It was hard. It was very hard. I realized I really didn't know what else to talk about. When we're in conversation with someone, we're often connecting by talking about people that we know in common. Even if what we're saying is just general facts, like so-and-so got a new job, we might continue to add to the story with some gossip, like, yeah, well, she was miserable at her old job, you know, and her boss was such a jerk. And then the other person will say, yeah, but she's totally a drama queen. So who knows if it was really the boss or if it was just her. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? In the Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz teaches that gossip is like black magic and it spreads poison across the land. He says, we identify so strongly with the stories and messages that are passed on to us as children, we begin to speak to ourselves in our heads with the voice of the judge. So we judge ourselves. And the judge in us begins to judge others just as harshly. He says in our whole lives, no one will ever abuse us as badly as we abuse ourselves in our own minds. And here's where he teaches us how to grow self-love. And we just talked about this in episode six. Cultivating compassion for ourselves is how we heal the judge in our minds and how we heal our broken hearts. In this little book, The Four Agreements, you will learn the path to self-love and personal freedom from all the mind dramas that you encounter each day. So the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. The author says that this first agreement is the most important one and if you can get this one, all the other agreements fall easily into place. He also says, with this agreement, you can experience heaven on earth, which I'm very, very intrigued by. Becoming impeccable with your word might sound like you are being asked to tell the truth all the time. But that's only part of it. It's such a beautiful practice because it asks you to only speak kindness to yourself. So yes, speak the truth and also speak kindly of yourself and others. Recognize your voice as the powerful creator of your life. What you say matters what you say about yourself and what you say about others and what you say about anything, it matters. So remember earlier when we were talking about judgment, how automatic it is in humans, how we are wired for it in order to protect ourselves. What the four agreements shows us is that when we become impeccable with our word and we clean up the language we use with ourselves, 
we will automatically become impeccable with everyone else. Once love for yourself is in place, love for others will flow so easily. Listen to this little excerpt from page 32 of the book. Being impeccable with your word is not using the word against yourself. If I see you in the street and I call you stupid, it appears that I'm using the word against you. But really, I'm using my word against myself because you're going to hate me for this and your hating me is not good for me. Therefore, if I get angry and with my words send all that emo- emotional poison to you, I'm using the word against myself. If I love myself, I will express that love in my interactions with you. And then I am being impeccable with the word because that action will produce a like reaction. If I love you, then you will love me. If I insult you, you will insult me. If I have gratitude for you, you will have gratitude for me. If I'm selfish with you, you will be selfish with me. If I use the word to put a spell on you, you're going to put a spell on me. Being impeccable with your word is the correct use of your energy. It means to use your energy in the direction of truth and love for yourself. If you make an agreement with yourself to be impeccable with your word, just with that intention, the truth will manifest through you and clean all the emotional poison that exists within you. This reminds me of the line, the truth will set you free. In an interview with Ellen, the author says, the truth is simple. You have to experience it. Everyone who is 50 years old or older and everyone in my life who reached 50 years of age before me told me that after 50, everything would change. I wouldn't care what anyone else thinks anymore and I wouldn't do anything that I didn't want to do anymore. Huh. Well, let me tell you what. They were right. Something about being 50 plus just flipped a switch in my brain and I started to care only what I think. I also noticed that there were things that I didn't want to do anymore and I had been doing them just out of obligation. So I stopped doing them. When I have an opportunity to do something now, I don't just say yes right away. I used to say yes to everything, but as I become impeccable with my word, I've started asking myself, do I want to? Do I really want to do that? If the answer is no, I find a way to decline without lying. Sometimes I'm being so bold as to actually just say, You know what? That's actually not my thing. Don't invite me to that anymore. (laughs) And that way I've been very clear about what is for me and what is not for me. So that person can move on and find another friend who's a better fit for this experience that they want to have. This is a new pool I'm swimming in, guys. I'm giving myself lots of grace and lots of encouragement as I open up to the fact that I am totally free. I am a totally free human and I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. 
and I don't have to worry about what other people are thinking ever again. So for all of you younger than 50 out there, I would like to invite you into my pool. It's adult swim. All my life, I've been collecting wisdom from people older than me. And all my life, I have wanted to deliver this wisdom to people younger than me. That's why I love working with young women so, so much. Because I love to give them the permission in your 20s to start saying yes to things you actually want to say yes to and saying no to things that are not for you. And I'd love for you to be bold and confident enough to give your answer without excuses or lies. I'd love for you to be able to drop all concern about what other people think of you. It's so liberating to be authentic. You are a totally free human. You get to do whatever you want with your life. Literally, whatever you want. One way that I've learned to create my own life is by managing my mind. I begin to see that my brain is just one of my organs and it has work to do and it's doing its job. It's going to generate 90,000 thoughts a day. I'm definitely at the top of the range of the 60 to 90,000 thoughts because I'm an overthinker. It's going to generate all these thoughts every single day. Don Miguel Ruiz says, I compare human thinking to a wild horse that takes you wherever it wants to go. But I challenge you to take the horse and ride it wherever you want. Isn't that fantastic? To know that you can create an atmosphere in your mind that is curated by you. To know that you can think thoughts on purpose to rewire your brain for joy and positivity more of the time. To know that you can release the stronghold that judgment has on you. You can stop judging yourself and you can stop judging others so harshly and move into more compassion-based thinking. So consider becoming impeccable with your word. Consider telling the truth all the time. How often do you pretend so you don't offend anyone? Consider what you have agreed to and what you want to agree to now. Consider giving up gossip for six weeks and then give it up for life. Consider the way you speak to yourself and give that a makeover first. Then the way you speak to others and about others will automatically shift into loving kindness. Consider what you are saying yes to. Do you want to? Is it for you? Consider saying no honestly without telling little white lies. It's kind of a fun experiment at first. You'll catch yourself realizing how often you're not impeccable with your word. And it really levels up your communication skills. So to learn even more about this first agreement and the other four, grab a copy of the four agreements. You can read it in a weekend and it does not disappoint. Okay, sunshine, that's all I have for you today. 
If you would like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, this is the fastest way to reconnect with the great joy available to you in your own life. We will dive deep into exactly what you want most to focus on so you can understand your own brain, how it works, and what specifically you can do to create the joyful life of your dreams. If group work is more your speed, I have a group program called Joie de Vivre, which means joy of life. This program is only $97 a month and we have weekly group coaching calls, one group for moms and one group for young women. There are resources inside the program that you can consume at your own pace. This is a great resource. You can find everything you need on giagidri.com and please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Love you, sunshine.